Stories connect us as humans. A well-told story can motivate and inspire us. Storytelling is the ultimate superpower. Be The Drop is a weekly podcast that investigates how to tell stories that engage. Join me, Amelia Veal, on our shared journey to become better storytellers. In episode 290, which was recorded live at Southstart, I am thrilled to be again joined by the passionate advocate for change, Moira Ware AM. Moira is a distinguished social entrepreneur and advocate for women and people who are impacted by systems that don't work for them by bringing innovative and inclusive approaches to business, government and not-for-profits. We discuss the opportunity for current or emerging businesses to make impact, that this is not an optional extra and how anyone can shape some section of their business to help deliver a positive change. This is Moira's version of Be The Drop. Are you starting a podcast? Narrative Marketing delivers a full range of podcast production and training options. Visit narrativemarketing.com.au or hit the link in the show notes for more details. Moira, thank you so much for joining me again on Be The Drop. It's really good to welcome you back and we're here recording live from South Start, which is a lovely space to be. Yeah, it's fabulous to be here at the National Wine Centre and really nice to be back on the program. So thank you for the invitation. Oh, my pleasure. And it is a theme that's following from your previous um, episode, but this is really, I feel like you're drilling down into the space... um, and I, I hate to use the word that's making real impact. <laughs> and I'll explain, obviously, we'll go on to explain why. But, you know, in, your, in the previous interview we did with you, we were talking about all these different strings and um, organisations that you're involved in and how they all interlay and what the connection is. And, you know, just in our chat before we started recording, I really think that what we're going to be talking about today and what you'll be talking about here at South Star with Sarah Gunn and Amy Orange, is really that that combination fact. And you're talking about, you know, and South Start has obviously seen a, a real need for this and is keen to support this. We've got a little bit of round of applause in the background. We've got a session going on next door. I love, I love that ambience of things <laughs> happening. And, you know, South Start has, has brought the three of you along to talk about impact to drive change and how organisations can embrace impact and be businesses for impact, Um, you know, and you're really looking at that from a big framework, a big perspective. So how about if you just give us an an explanation, your explanation around that, and then we can dive into what that means and who can do it and how. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for sure. So so South Start uh, programming this year and the theme is revival. So when you think about the word revival, that's about putting some new life back into things um, and maybe even dragging what's been already there and giving it a new prominence. So um, they invited, Southstar invited um, Colab for Good, so that's Amy Orange, Sarah Gunn and myself to curate a session which we're calling Impact Summit. And it's being supported and powered by the Atlassian Foundation, who many of you will be using their products like Trello and things like that in your day-to-day work. And so what we've put together is um, a process which will 
enable all the participants to firstly see themselves in the system. So we're drawing on some work from, um, it's an impact kind of framework, if you like. So people can say, well, I'm doing impact. I'm, you know, I'm running an ocean fund. Or I'm doing impact because I'm helping people who are uh, incarcerated get jobs when they leave prison. Um, you know, it, it, all of those things are still impact. Or you could be recycling textiles or whatever. There's room for everyone when you put an impact lens on it. So we're going to be doing something with them about that so they can see themselves and the kind of impact they're making in the system. And a lot of people don't realise what they're already doing and could do. And then we're going to hear from some extraordinary um, impact makers who are here in South Australia and around the country. And then uh, people are going to participate in an activity. So one of the things about CoLab for Good, as people will know, is that we really like to do embodied learning. So it's not about panels. It's about getting in and getting your hands dirty. So we've got a very interactive session in the afternoon that Lauren Black from the Atlassian Foundation is going to um, help and walk through with everyone. And that's about um, what we call in uh, the business the theory of change. What's your theory of change? And really all that means is what's, how do you do things ar around here? What's the difference that you want to make? How do you measure that? And so if we put an impact lens over that, like a lot of people say, oh, we're a social enterprise or we're a B Corp or we're a for-purpose business or we, we're a business doing good. Well, that's really great, but how do you know you're making a difference? And that's what impact does. Impact's a way to measure that difference you're making and making what perhaps might be invisible visible to the world. And um, so that's what we're kind of curating. We're creating an environment where people can explore that, what that means for themselves. But more importantly, what does that mean when we all do it together? So um, you can be working all across the whole um, logistics chain or you can have be in different parts of the product cycle or different parts of the funding cycle and you can still be making a contribution. So we are trying to encourage people not to just see their piece as if it's um, in a little silo, but see their piece as part of a real big system shift towards impact and away from just worrying about what's on the bottom line. Mm. And it's interesting you mentioned in there you know whether you be a B Corp or a social enterprise or a for-purpose organisation you know which are obviously really focused on impact though that style of business but a barrier for some businesses might be well you know they're like I can't run as a social enterprise I am a proprietary limited business so then there's that potential barrier around well how do I make impact and you're really looking at this framework and saying well you don't need to necessarily be a social enterprise you can be a proprietary mm -hmm. limited and still have impact what is that you know a what is that barrier and how do you help people shift to see themselves as a business that can be for impact but not necessarily a social enterprise for yeah. example so that can mean all sorts of things so um one of the really simple ways for for what i would call like the traditional company or commercial business is in their procurement policy so if you are going to be hosting you know 10 events a year, why don't you procure from the social enterprise down the road who is an events business, you know, like GoGo -Go Events? Or maybe um, from a social enterprise when you have, you know, corporate breakfast that you go to places like the, the, um, the food print experience. Um, so you, procurement is a really simple way for 
uh, businesses that want to kind of make a little step towards being more impactful. So that's the first thing I'd say. The second thing is having a think about your own HR practices. So um, maybe you don't have a maternity policy yet, or maybe you don't offer um, carer's day leave, or maybe you don't offer domestic violence leave. Doing those things are going to start help make be more impactful because you're going to be supporting people. Maybe you can offer childcare at your events that you host, or you can make sure that um, people have an opportunity to do learning around cultural bias or gender bias or racial justice or climate justice. So you can be building those things into your everyday practices. And the more and more businesses are doing that, and quite frankly, the businesses who aren't doing that will be out of business sooner or later because this is the future. Um, and those who are already ahead of the pack are doing well. You can be thinking about where you um, bank and where you spend your money. So you could be banking with co-ops and with credit unions and with um, organisations and mutuals, for instance, that are the money's going back and building community wealth building, not just for the shareholders in some faraway country or some superannuation fund, but actually um, supporting uh, the, the way you, your spend is... Um, accumulating in your own bank accounts as a business. So there's there are just some really basic everyday things. If you want to take it to the next level and think about um, how you're uh, working in the world, you can set yourself some targets. I'm a really big fan of um, targets and also um, quotas. And I know this is often controversial, but we do know that if you say, well, we have to have, you know, 10% of our workforce needs to be from First Nations, then your behaviour starts to change to try and attract that talent into... And why would you leave that talent off the table? Um, You're missing out on a really important piece. If you've got a board, your board can say, well, why can't we be 50-50 men, women... um, you know, or 40-40 and 20% doesn't care. Like, there's a lot of ways of doing that and and there's a lot of support in the commercial infrastructure for that. This um, Australian um, company directors, for example, have given some advice. There's lots of people who can help you with that if you're not sure about how to take those steps. So there's so many ways people can do this. It requires intentionality and it requires imagination. So um, we like to try, in Collab for Good, we like to um, spark the imagination and help you be more intentional. Mm. And I think it's, it's really interesting because as you're talking, it is a, it's a real consciousness on so many layers. You, if I think, you know, if you're talking about impact, it's not often that it might be, oh, you think about where you're banking or where, you know, you're putting money or how you, super is distributed, you know, your superannuation choice, like the preferred super that you present to, to staff. And, you know, which is, I think, having these conversations is why it's so important because we can raise that consciousness, raise the awareness, and as you say, that helps people to be intentional um, without having that awareness and knowledge it is hard to be intentional and I think the other thing that is really interesting in what you're just saying there is the people think about how you can help train you know if you employ staff if we're looking at impact you know and obviously with this podcast being be the drop which is a waterfall begins with one drop you know I very much believe that our ability for impact is in that training the trainer people and Mm. giving them the tools giving your staff the information so then it becomes a collective requirement, you know, it really does feel like to make impact we're going to need to all be in this together. Mm. You know, is, is that sort of how you see it needing to be po- yeah. brought together? Like it's not a business, you know, at that top entity. It's not the 
the CEO or you know just one it's not one person's responsibility we're all in this definitely and I think be the drops beautiful analogy for that we all have to be drops if we want to make that waterfall and there's the you know that lovely Japanese proverb I think it is you know um, what does it take to um, break a bow on a tree it's one snowflake but it's actually the millionth snowflake that breaks the bow so we want everyone to be those drops to be those snowflakes because the change in our systems won't happen unless we're all doing it but we don't have to do everything we just need to do the bit we're here to do and and we all need to recognize and amplify and celebrate everyone else's effort in doing that you know we don't have to do everything and i think that's one of the things often um, organisations, enterprises and even individuals feel it's overwhelming but I can't change the climate going backwards, you know. I can't do this, I can't do that. That's true, you can't but you and your friend and your next door neighbour and the lady down the street and the boy that you went to school with and all together you can do that and that's what makes the difference and so when we do our processes in CoLab for Good, we really are focusing on that systems approach and saying, do whatever you can with what you've got where you are. Um, and that, if you do that and you do it well and you do it consistently and you do it with um, a good heart and good humour, there's every chance that that will also be magnetic and, and in its own way you're a role model to others, to your peers, and it has a viral contagion to it. So other people start to pick it up as well and and there's so many examples of that and I, I was you know thinking just a very simple one that we're all really familiar with you know 10 years ago people really didn't ever start um, a meeting with an acknowledgement to country and now when it doesn't happen everyone notices that it's not there and while it for some people it might be a routine thing it is now part of our constant grounding into this deep um, wisdom and experience of you know 60,000 years for us here on Ghana country, um, not recognising that it's we've got this to draw on, and we've also got this to uh, support our work and recognise that it's uncontested. You know we can through all of those generations of people with this land and sea and has been nurtured and supported and now it's our turn. So we have to step up. And if we see ourselves in part of that continuous tradition um, for whatever it is that uh, is important to us, then we are riding on the you know shoulders of giants who have come before, but it's our turn. And we have to pick up the ball and run with it and do our bit so that the next generation has a better chance than we had. Hmm. And, you know... You said something before um, about a community, um, as a community, we need to be working for our future and we need to be working together for that because, you know, and you're talking about this traditions and drawing from that and it's our turn and our responsibility. You know, we've got the history, now we need to be working to protect that future. Mm. So very much you're looking in that future forward work. Yeah, I know, you know, the, right now, you know, tragically what's happening in Ukraine, for instance, um, you know, those children who are making pleas to us publicly, we're all seeing them online and um, asking for a future, like, that is a, it's, it's, it's so dreadful what's happening to them. And it's also a story for us to recognise that we all have that responsibility to be open enough to receive that message, to ask ourselves what can we do with it, with what we have where we are, 
you know, we're not going to be able to knock on a door of a, you know, a death party in another land, but we can talk about it and we can share those stories. We can say, did you see this? So, you know, I was talking to my mum yesterday saying, did you see this? And I sent her some information and, you know, it's very small, but then she sent me a message back. She said, oh, I've just been talking to my friends at the St. Vincent de Paul group that she's a part of. So that tiny little drop from across the other side of the world is now spreading throughout all the world. And that means it's going to be easier when the Security Council comes together because there'll be thousands, millions of world ordinary citizens like me and you who are wanting something different. And I think that's what we have to have that mindset if we are going to do this work. And impact requires us to have that mindset. It's not just about us, we are all connected Everything we do has a consequence and a relationship to other things. Um, there's lots of plastic bottles in the room that we're in today. There's no need for those. We, you know, we could have just had, you know, lovely aluminium jugs. Um, so how do we, you know, have this conversation then with the people who are managing this place and? What do we want to do about that? And how it's not just a matter of recycling and feeling like we're doing a good job. We probably shouldn't have them in the first place. So these become design challenges as well. And, and that's a lot about what CoLab for Good is interested in too, pointing out the opportunities for design challenges. Um, and we've just actually, it's quite relevant to this conversation, we've just um, been um, working with uh, Green Industries South Australia who to set up a circular economy uh, incubator for people who want to set up circular economy social enterprises. So here is a public institution of the state government recognising that they need another player, uh, piece of industry in the market for social, uh, for um, circular economy and going to support and help incubate social enterprises. So that was somebody's idea, somebody else had talked to somebody else and then uh, there's been research being done, uh, we're in the system so people know to talk to us about it. So that's, it's like everything is connected and if we have an everything is connected mindset, then we can start to join the dots and not mm. just see them as individual dots on the wall. I think the more we think about everything is connected, the more our consciousness fires, you know, and then you start taking responsibility for yourself and your impact mm. because we think, oh, you know, it's harder than to go, oh, but that might impact somebody else. That could cause negative flow on if I don't go, what can I do here? Mm. How can I make a positive impact? Once we start thinking about the connections, once we start thinking beyond ourselves then that responsibility almost automatically comes in. You know, yeah. do you see that? I, well, definitely. And I think it's, it's, again, this generational thing, I think, that makes a difference. If we're only in it for ourselves at this time in this moment, um, so historically, you know, you've heard probably um, like the Sioux um, First Nations from in um, Canada and in North America and United States, um, they always made decisions on seven generations. So when they'd come together for council, they would talk about, okay, what decision do we need to make as a community, as a, as a nation for the seventh generation? Um, we've seen this historically in many, many First Nations, in Chinese people, all over, you know, from east and west, um, north and south around the globe. And But it's not a mentality that we often experience in a in a fast-moving, entrepreneurial, we're here at South Starts, everyone's, you know, where's the raise, how much money am I going to make, all that kind of thing. Um, that's, if we're only in the moment, 
and I love being in the moment, but we do need to have our, be able to look at the top of the mountain and see the horizon and what do we need to do today to make sure that horizon is going to be there for the next generation. Mm. So it is a real balancing act it then is. or a counterbalancing act um, to be in the moment and to make that progress, to drive change and success but do it in a way that is a bigger picture lens yeah. as well. I think of it sometimes like a seesaw. You know when you're um, the apex of the seesaw and you have to sort of be in the middle to make sure one bit goes the other way and one goes... So that it is a very much a balancing act rather than a juggling act. Um, I think it's easy to drop the ball or not see one that should be there. But this is about balance, and it's, and it, but it's mostly about connectivity. And if we think about the way our brain works, you know, and you do, if you see every, any of those kind of um, videos or even see it as a, like an MRI or a CAT scan, you can see the synapses lighting up and they light up in all different ways all over your brain, even if you're just picking up a pencil or going for a walk. Uh, and the creativity part of your brain's in a different part of um, where you're, you know, where some of your physical activities. But it's all connected because we're in this body. So if we can have a, a macro version, like a big understanding of ourselves as one of those little synapses in this big, big world of all of us on this little blue dot, then that'll help us feel like, okay, well, I don't need to do today because that's not the bit for me. But when it's when the ball comes to you, you need to hold it and do something with it. Mm, be ready to be ready, ready to fire ready to fire oh yes. moira thank you so much you know i love the work that you're doing collab for good and this drive to make impact you know for yourself sarah and amy i think we're all better off for it so thank you thank you uh, and uh, good luck with the session yeah thanks thanks so much thanks for the opportunity thanks for joining me for another episode of be the drop don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. This is a Narrative Network podcast.